Hey everybody, this is Ben Smith. So I think you are going to just love meeting Shane Howard. Shane Howard is a 19-year-old entrepreneur who generates well into six figures in revenue annually through Instagram. That's right. This kid is making a ton of money on Instagram. He has a couple of million followers on his properties, and he shares a network of over 250 million active social media users on Instagram alone. That's crazy. So today we wanted to meet Shane. We want to hear how he did it, especially as a 19-year-old kid. Like, what's the game like today in 2018? So he walks us through how he did it, and then he tells us all about how he would blow up in 2018 and 2019. What are the tricks of the trade? He gives us some incredible little tidbits on how we can succeed through social media. So I think you're going to find this fascinating. I cannot believe that kids today, like they're, they're just so smart on this. And Shane, he just lives this. He embodies it. So... If you want to better understand the real game that's going on in social media, listen up because Shane is the real deal. All right, so I cannot believe it. We have brought the crew back together plus one today. Who do we have? Who do we have? I believe we have none other than Shane Howard. Shane Howard, what's up, man? Not much yourself. I'm doing all right. And, uh, of course, Amar Thompson is back in the house. Mike check one, two. <laughs> how, did, how did the show go on Friday, Amar? We have to check in. The show was that. amazing. Definitely um, one to remember. It was like, I would say, like a, a coming together of a bunch of moments and getting to actually see, like, something tangible and feel something from, like, an accomplishment. So definitely. LA, LA is Russ crazy. Yes. Clearly, it's, it's as big a city for sure as far as fan base. Uh, what did he say about it after the show? Just in awe. Really? Yeah. Like legit. Legitimate awe. It's one of those things. Like we, I used to live uh, like across the street from Staples and Russ was, you know, over a bunch. And so we used to literally could see Staples from the balcony. So to be able to, you know, a few years later go there and, and sell it out is quite the mind fuck. That's unbelievable. Am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, on yeah okay. you can do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So, um, yeah, that it was definitely special. All right, so uh, why don't we get into this? I'm really glad to have Shane on the show because uh, Shane is like one of these young prodigies, one of these young phenoms, uh, just moved to LA from Boston. Yep. Why did you move here? I mean, it's all because of business. Well, like, what, what does that mean? Like, all my clients are here. Uh, the art company that I'm involved in is based out of here. And it's actually funny how I moved out here just... My roommate that I'm rooming with now is, uh, I met him, he works for the art company, he's our videographer, and basically I had, I've never met him in my life, didn't even know who he was, come out here NBA All-Star Weekend in, in February, and hang out with him for a week straight, go back to Boston for a week and a half, move out here that next weekend, after that week and a half, and I move in with him. Wow. Hold and, this random, and this random girl from Tinder. <laughs> living a, a different type of lifestyle yeah, so, man. That's the 19. what do yeah. we call that jd man is there a word for that 
We living in paying it. rent. <laughs> right, right. That's the most simple term. But 2018, man, it's you can do you can do things you never did before. Do you know Elliot? Uh, Dunk. Yeah. Yes. Was I remember he came out for All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend at the same time. That was my first time meeting him face to face. Really? Yeah. And then do you know Busta? No, who's Busta? Busta's a good friend of Elliot's as well, but he also does basketball. Uh, he owns a couple pages, Hoop Nation and stuff like uh -huh, that. Uh -huh. And uh, I met him face-to-face -face alongside Elliot. It's so funny because I was actually talking to JD earlier about how you guys are like, there's a network of you guys, like the growth, social growth. My man, like, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, smack, people, like, mm -hmm. like everyone, like, there's a whole group of kids my age doing this stuff, exactly. which is very interesting. So yeah. tell tell the people what you do, actually. I, I, I want you to, to describe in your words uh, so we can we can start to dive in. Um, so basically, I handle social growth for companies, individuals, and just about anyone who needs it. And what that means is on Instagram, most people want followers or need followers for whether it's business or just to start a business, whether it's for their personal brand. And uh, basically, I go around and I get people followers, all real, all legit, rather than all this fake bullshit that everyone else uses, where like half these people who want to show their lifestyle are buying fake likes, fake views, fake everything, and they just fake their whole their whole social life. But what I'm doing, I'm actually bringing legit, legit followers to them by using my network of pages, which is, it's probably around 250 million, 200 million around there. And it's basically a bunch of, you have meme pages, sport pages, luxury pages, all, all different theme pages. And basically I just have people post shout outs on there and rather than paying, say you're going to pay $100 for one post on a page, rather than paying that $100 for a post, pay me $150 and I'll get you 1,000 followers guaranteed. Where that one post isn't guaranteeing you shit. That one post can get you 100 followers, 2 followers even, if your content isn't right. And basically, I'm out here guaranteeing X amount of followers for X amount of money, which is very rare in this kind of game. And to be doing it legitimately is even more rare, it seems. So you're like you're like the unicorn. You're like one of these rare breeds online. Like you're the real deal. The uh, plug. The 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 plug. That's how right? I like to describe and, and myself. You're 19 years old. Yes. This brought you from Boston to LA. You have a long client list. Can can you tell us who you're working for? You probably can't. I right? can't really because no. a lot of people don't like to have it be known that they're using social growth. But uh, I've been doing this since I was 13 on Vine, and I'm my way to Instagram. He Ten. will be working for Click. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Shout out Click. Give us. We got, give us we got 19 for life too. So so we stay on that oh, 19. That. We stay we stay on to 19. Put that forever. back up. Put that back up. I got this one. I just got this one the other day. the day I'm second or the day after I met you. Really? Yeah. So. So I got. I like to go thighs and everything. Those are still some Boston legs, though. We need of to course. turn these into some LA. I'm white. Legs. I'm white as hell. Yeah, <laughs> that shit don't change because I'm. I'm in my room working off my phone, rather than going out. <laughs> yeah. Or a tan. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so give the people some of your numbers. I mean, your number just for you personally, they're crazy. Um. So basically, uh, it's just like anything else where the less you buy, the more expensive it is. The more you buy, the least expensive it is. So if you're going, if people are going to ask me for 100,000 followers, I typically charge 12,500 for that. And if people are looking for 10,000 followers, I'll charge 1750 for that. So rather than, and then here's what, like a lot of marketing companies come to me and I pitch to them this way, buy the 100,000 
follower campaign promo, split it up amongst 10 different clients of yours, all 10K each. You're spending $120 per K, basically, $125 per K, rather than buying the 10K promo for each one and spending $175 per K. I mean, smart. Yeah, this is like the state of the game, right? Like, I feel like if you watch people like Gary online and you watch other people, like, there's this thought that organic audience and and this is organic audience but this idea that organic audience somehow is more noble than some of the stuff you're doing yeah. and it's like no what you're doing is just in the name of the game of course and uh another thing is just like everyone overlooks instagram these days in my opinion where like no one is out here taking the time to dm these people no one like you can you can dm say you get followers you can dm anyone and almost anyone will respond 100 percent agree with that and like my roommate, my roommate DM'd 50 companies, didn't have a single person lined up. He moved out here, he DM'd Iconic, which is the art company, and he DM'd them. We were the first one to answer him back and actually give him an opportunity. And he just did, he just basically offered free work for, for video, or he offered just for pieces. Like we gave him two pieces of art, he went out and shot video, shot photos for us. And he's proving his value, which not enough people do out here. No one is showing Everyone's coming out here to take value. No one's coming out here to give value, which is just like the real bosses in life are giving, giving, and never taking. When an opportunity comes your way, you want to reflect that onto someone else and not use it for yourself. That way, you're always owed these favors, but you owe no one else anything. You sure you're 19, bro? Of course. <laughs> exactly. This man talking That's who about you surround you yourself with. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah, your roommate's name to get him some? Shout out Austin Cox. Austin. The homie. Plug number two. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to come today, but he he uh, he films for Iconic, and uh, they had a podcast to do at 10. Yeah. Too many podcasts. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Can you uh, explain a little bit about Iconic for those who may not know? So uh, Iconic's an uh, art company that basically has a shit ton of prints. Anything you're looking for, we have. And uh, basically, it's all graphically done on the computer through Photoshop, printed onto canvases, different sizes, different thicknesses, different wrapped, and it, it comes straight to your door, and it's beautiful, fresh out of the box. You have no complaints. Best okay. art in the world. Okay, so I've, I've briefly heard about it a little bit through, um, I can't even remember. I think somebody might have sent me a link about it. If um, you go on the website, you're, you're getting effed. Your you're ads, there's going to be ads on porno. There's going to be ads everywhere you go. For iconic. Yeah. So, like, what is the what is the um, attractive thing about the business right now that's got its name ringing out there? Like, what? Like, break down to me. What do you think people are going crazy about iconic for? What What's the niche about it? Then I I mean I think our our fan base and our like market is just like everyone who's doing business, all these entrepreneurs, because a lot of our canvases are kind of like that mindset where it's just like, like we have one that says the early bird gets the Lambo and it's surrounded about, fire. yeah, exactly. It's fire. And it's surrounded about people doing business, grinding your ass off, not taking like, like all these people are expecting shit where nothing is, nothing is going to get given to you without you get working for, it, you know what I mean? So basically it, it's, a bunch of messages and it's a way to wake up in the morning look at your walls and see a powerful message mm -hmm. but in a creative way mm -hmm. whether it's through uh actual art or typography whatever you want to see 
we have all that and it just it's it's a way to empower you and start your morning with a good right. good message. I got you. I got you. How, how did you get involved with Iconic? Was it something where you met Cole in them? Or uh, was it you were you already knew them and you guys started this together from scratch? So uh I'm actually I'm a co founder in it. Fine. And um we actually I so Mark who's owns majority well alongside Jeff, they own majority and Mark manages a kid named Timmy Sneaks, who's a big artist, beautiful art. He does all hand-painted, very expensive, very high-class market. Mm -hmm. Mark saw the market, basically, everyone who emailed him about Timmy would email them, and then as soon as they saw the price, he'd never hear from them again, 99% of people. So he basically saw the opening in the market where price point art is wanted. Right. Everyone wanted that fair price that they can get cheap art for and still have it look amazing. So he went ahead, came up with this idea alongside his roommate, Cole, who's Jeff. And he does, Jeff does all the art. All the art is done by Jeff. And Mark does all the business side of things. But they came up with the concept. They come to me. I've never even met Jeff. Don't forget. So just me and Mark know each other. To this day? Uh, no, no. So for six months in. Oh, wow. I was about to say. But still, six months in, you're, able to, start time, a yeah. you're able to start a company that's actually running. And it's just. Yeah. But um, so Mark comes to me with the idea. They basically offer me sweat equity, which is I work for that rather than investing in it. Like a lot of like that's how equity typically like most people think of it. It's just like, OK, you pay to be a part of something. Right. But in my case, I worked for it. And instead of paying, I just uh, I promote it through Instagram the same way that I do other people's ads. Right. And we basically started the brand that way. And we weren't doing shit on the sales at this point, but we were doing good enough numbers where we saw potential. And then when we took it to Facebook ads and targeted ads, like more targeted, then that's when it really blew up. That's when the numbers started to change the game. It's just like, this is going from a side hustle to a main hustle. Right. And that's just about how I started really for that. Fire. How did, how did you and Amar connect back in the day? Instagram, wasn't it? We just met recently, but we had spoken before, I believe. Through someone from through Instagram. So, exactly, through someone. So me on my uh, never-ending hunt to find more growth hackers. Um, I stumbled on Smack, who I think is running Sean. Yes. Yeah. And we spoke for a little bit. Um, and I was actually supposed to fly to Boston to meet you guys. I think I yeah. that was supposed to happen. Never happened, though. Um, but I spoke with, with uh, Shane, and instantly, once again, I just knew another super talented, super intelligent kid and really in tune with what's going on. So yeah, just connected How? Me. You got started at 13? Uh, I started at 13, yeah. 13, 14 years. So what were you doing when you started? Uh, Vine. And like, what what does that mean? So uh, tell tell people what that means. I just basically started uh, finding out how Vine works, the business side of things, the growth side of things, and turning that into a business where now people need, even if they need original content, I was on that. Anything that anything that there is money in, I was on that on Vine. Aren't most most kids like playing with like Transformers? At I, I was just about to go there. Like, I think you are. Making that sound a little too simple, like give me a little background. Like yeah, you had to have, mindset. you had to have a business mindset. Like were you influenced by a parent or like what was this about? So actually, no. My parent, my dad's a construction worker. My dad is central AC for a living, and he's he's just he just works. He's been with his company for thirty two years, thirty three years, and then my Honorable. mom, of course, and then my mom just kind of just goes job to job, just does whatever, and uh, and then my. And then me, I just kind of stumbled upon Vine. I saw these sport pages. I started doing sports videos. 
I found an iTunes card in my room, went on Vine, found someone who's accepting iTunes as payment because a lot of them are little kids. So it's just like everyone wants iTunes. So I paid them in iTunes for like one Revine, like $15 for a Revine. And that grew me like, that didn't grow me shit. But at the end of the day, it got my video like 500 likes to 1,000 likes. Mind blown by that. Never seen anything like it for me. And then it just kind of like, kind of like fed into my interest in it. And then I developed a friendship with these kids called uh, who had a page called Hitstick, around like 300,000 followers on Vine. And basically, I offered to be kind of like a, a manager in somewhat of a way where instead of instead of paying them, I went out and found them clients to buy Revines. And clients is a loose term because it's just little kids buying Revines right. typically. Right. Uh, so I went out and found them people to buy Revines. And every time that I found someone for X amount of money, then I would get a Revine from them. Mm. So you I worked for Revines. Exactly. And... I worked for growth and basically I grew a page, lost it, got scanned because I'm a little 13, 14 year old kid not knowing what I'm doing. And then uh, I dip into my, uh, doing the money in my bank and I have like, I probably like $400 to my name. <laughs> and it's just like, I probably, I, I mean, I dipped into my bank account, went to CVS right down the street from me because I live in a very small town. And it's just, I went to CVS, bought a to, uh, I think it was $250 to two, $50 to $200 uh, PayPal gift card because I didn't even have a PayPal card, PayPal account at this time. And I it was a prepaid one. I gave it to someone. They grew my account like 50,000 followers. It's cheap on Vine because Vine, you can't monetize that easily. And um, I basically then started revining for revining, which is just like if I have 50,000 and you have 70,000, you revine me, I revine you. We both grow off of each other's followings. Mm-hmm. And... That's kind of how I started there, and then I made a bunch of money there by a bunch. I mean, like I probably made like ten thousand, but like ten thousand is good at that age. Ten thousand is amazing. You rich, of course. Yeah, you rich at that, that point. But so what it sounds like to me is like there was a culture amongst your generation where this was going on already. Of course. Like this whole rewind, let me grow following. Like yeah, I, I didn't know that. I'm 27 years old. We were on Facebook. Well, at 13, we were on MySpace. So really? All of this oh, didn't yeah, exist. Like, just until probably learning through Amar and then talking to you the other day, I'm now just learning about the growth hacking culture. Like, yeah. somebody like me that's even, involved with sports, I don't know anything about that. It's crazy. There's a whole different world out there. Yeah, even on Instagram right now, people do the follow for follow and things like that. But I think also, like, in 2015, 2016, it got to a point where a lot of artists became aware of this and decided to go the social way as opposed to like the traditional music avenues for like getting your your stuff out there. People that figured out that they could grow a social following. So like what you were talking about earlier, but they could grow a social following first, like get the audience first and then deliver a product, then deliver music or, you know, a brand or whatever it may be. Even with like Little Pump, Little Pump blew up on Instagram for his, the dumb shit he was saying. Like they asked him, "How long would it take you to go sixty miles if you're going sixty miles an hour?" And he just couldn't. Do you remember that yeah. clip? And this went viral. So that, like, that's, I mean, that's this was happening for like a year or so before you ever heard a Little Pump song. Of course. So I think people figured that out, and then like labels figured it out now. And like, there's just a whole bunch of like, it's a whole underground industry that's like going on that people don't really know about but it's super lucrative and i think it's the future of marketing like i think this is the new age commercial so based on what you just described you think it it 
like started to bubble about two to three years ago. But yeah, now really like, six years ago when it was like kind of brewing. Yeah. yeah, I got you. And like to your point, just like look at six nine right now. Honestly, hundred percent. He's fucking killing this shit. Hundred percent. He. I don't necessarily know if it's him or is or if he has a marketing team behind him. But you go to the comment section and he's being a complete asshole. But it gets him that clout. It gets him that following. Definitely. But and, there's there's to your point. There's an engine underneath six nine, and that's what our audience and what I'm trying to convey to them is that you look at these things and you think that they're they just are on their own merit or yeah. like they yeah. they they just for whatever reason have an audience. It's like, no, it takes people like you. It takes that thought, that hard work, and their secrets to yeah. that. And you're one of the main guys out there at this moment, 19 years old, playing this game. Right. Like, Definitely. There's people in both the film industries and like YouTube and stuff, and also the rap game. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just like music industry where... They're actually taking a completely different route, which is interesting, or have taken a completely different route to get where they are. They buy pages or they grow pages, like theme pages, like mm-hmm. sports, comedy, stuff like Rap, that. Yeah. And then they use those resources to grow their following, mm-hmm. grow their, like like David Dobrik. I don't know if you know that mm-hmm. name. Yeah. So he's a huge influencer. He has 9 million subs, like 5 million Instagram followers, crazy. He was on Vine when I was on Vine, and he had a, a like a like a fan page. About I don't know, maybe it was like a Family Guy fan page or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he basically used that to grow his following on Vine, which is where he originated from. And it's very interesting to see that people are taking a different route. People are starting to use it for their personal gain rather than just like a business side of thing, which was the only way that I was looking at it from the time. Mm-hmm. So because just, you could be like you, and then. Like be the business aspect of it, yeah. but then you can also get it to the point where you're a celebrity version of yourself. Yeah. Like you're, a you are the business exactly. at that point. My one question I have is, do you think people were able to convert their followings from like to get them to travel from Vine to Instagram, or were they getting a following on Vine and then starting from scratch on Instagram? Uh, no, you could you could definitely get us get a following from Vine, whether or not it was super powerful. So the thing that I think about Vine was just like they fell off and. The thing that made it Vine very hard to monetize, no direct links. So there is no link in bio. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. have a link in your bio, but that link's not taking you anywhere. You have to type that in somewhere else. Right. So that's the one thing that makes it harder for Vine to convert mm-hmm. was the fact that you actually had to have your followers actually go and search you. Right. So if you had a fan base, then you're you're having no problem at least starting on Instagram or starting on YouTube. Right. But uh, if you're if you're having like a weak following, then it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah, makes perfect sense. And so I know you probably can't name names, but this is happening with some of the most popular channels, celebrities, film, TV, everything we see today, they're probably working with you or someone just like you. Would you say that's fair? I'd say a lot of them are. What percentage would you break it down to? I couldn't even say percentage. I just like, I know that I've worked with some of the top realtors, some of like the most controversial names in music, athletes everything that you everything that like i looked at as a little kid like oh my god like imagine being this person's friend imagine doing Mm -hmm. this it's just Mm -hmm. like i work with these people and now it's a different thing it's just like that's cool like i don't i'm not gonna fan out over seeing a celebrity now it's just like i'm gonna look at that as a business opportunity if i see a celebrity walking down the street that's not popping popping i'm gonna take that chance i'm gonna take that leap and i'm gonna try and get them popping popping. all, all we had was saved by the bell 
So, so what I, you know, I'm really interested in hearing today in 2018, 2019. Yeah. Let's talk about the game. Like what's the, what's the state of the game today? So before I get into that, I just want to say, I read this book this year, Third Door, one of the best books, only book I've ever read, but let's be honest, it's kind of <laughs> one of the best books I've ever read. And it's just like, it talks about how at a nightclub, and this goes into your point or your question, it's just like, it talks about a nightclub, for example. Almost a majority of the people are going to wait in that line to get into that nightclub, whether it's just standing there waiting your turn. The other group of people will wait in the VIP line, and that's celebrities, that's billionaires, that's millionaires, people who can basically cheat their way in. Mm-hmm. The third door is basically the people who can't get in, but find a way in. So that goes for clients as well. So if you want to get a client, you got to do what it takes to get to, to get in front of them. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, like, me and my friend went out to eat the other day, and he read the book too. Mm-hmm. We walk in, it's just like 40-minute wait time. Every almost every single person on earth will take that forty minute wait time and wait those forty minutes. The people who don't wait those uh, forty minutes are the boss mindset, where it's just like I don't have time, time for this shit. Yeah. So let me go back in there and try and convince them. We went back in there. We got a table right away. Forty minute wait time. There's people waiting right behind us. Yeah, that right there is like some of the breaking the fourth wall stuff that me and my friends talk about. Is uh. There's like social, I don't know if the terms paradigms, but social constructs and structures that people fall in order to. But if you happen to be like an outlier and have an outlier mentality, you can literally break through all sorts of like lines, but like not even just literal lines, yeah. but like all sorts of like social um, barriers at any time because so many people are afraid to walk up to the celebrity and ask the question, or so many people are afraid to put their whatever it is they need in the forefront of whatever, like getting into a restaurant or just being out of line when everyone is in line. And I think that helps with certain type, first take certain type personality, but it helps you gain ground faster than waiting in line, in a figurative line, not like a literal line, but you you gain ground faster by taking that leap in many different avenues. And that's something that just probably part of the reason why you are where you are today. Yeah, and, and that's frankly why we, we actually call this whole brand chance bending, right? Example, like that, yeah. this that is, is exactly to, what we're talking about. Your chance, 100%. You, you want to put yourself in awkward situ- situations. Yeah. Like my roommate taught me, he's 19 as well. He, uh, my roommate taught me basically every single place that I go, ask for 10% off. No one asks for it. <laughs> And it's it's not necessarily like a great thing to ask. Like some people feel embarrassed about asking it. Yeah. But it's just like putting yourself in that awkward situation. I tell you that probably seventy five percent of people say yes, no matter where you are. Yeah. And as soon as you put yourself in that awkward situation, you not open the possibilities for whatever to come to come. Meaning exactly. If you don't ask for that ten percent off, you're never getting it. And but if you do ask for it, you could get ten percent off. You could get five percent off. You can get a job at the place. Like you yeah. never know. <laughs> you never know how it goes. But once you insert yourself into that, like, uh, like p- 
potential of possibilities to happen, you are now in it. Yeah. So anything can come from it. So that it's just you know. You know, <clears throat> a wise a wise man once applied that logic to dealing with women as well. They can only say no. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> if you don't speak, they can't. They are saying it's an right. instant. No, the so. worst. The worst thing is the unknown. Yes. If right. you don't. The worst thing is just being going into some place being like, oh, I wish I said this. Mm-hmm. No, the, the easiest thing that you want to be able to deal with is regretting saying something rather than regretting not saying something. You know the outcome if you said it, but you don't know the outcome if you didn't. 100% agree. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're seeing this right now. We're applying this, you know, with JD. We have athletes. We have, we, you know, we work with guys like Alonzo Trier who are figuring out how to apply these principles to the NBA. We're working with talented entrepreneurs like you Amar who's figuring out how to Thank apply you. that to both music and to social media and to platforms now we're learning from you and we're learning that this is actually an art and a skill and that you are you are like a maestro at age 19 of applying these skills to platforms so i got to ask again what's the state of the game what's i really want my because my audience now that we have them all riled up Right, they're drooling. They're like, "Man, I want to, I want to, I want to bend chance. I want to, I want to use these ideas." Like, describe the state of the game in 2018, 19 right now. Like, what are you thinking about? What's hot right now? How's it changing? We don't want to give them, you know, the 2016. Of course, we want to give them the 2019. That so, every single day, Instagram is changing. For example, so that's funny that you say that don't give them the 2016 because 2016 doesn't mean shit now. Nothing, nothing is the same. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So actually now it's just like you want as many comments as you can in the first 10 minutes. You want as many likes as you can in the first 10 minutes. That's why you often see people go live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're posting, you'll see them actually live stream while they post. And they'll live stream for the first 10 minutes, trying to get X amount of comments. And what that does right there is that beats the algorithm. That'll put you at the top of the feed. It'll make your 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 content get more attention Visibility, yeah. yeah and and if you're lucky then you'll get pushed onto the explore page which is when you gain that new following you gain all these things that you didn't have before real quick just to chime in to give a little gaffle that i learned through someone like shane instagram's algorithm as it is currently which is why you're speaking about the first yeah. 10 minutes you whatever you post goes to 10% of your following, which is different as of 20, 2016, your shit would go pretty much to 100, the yeah. following. Yeah. Now the way Instagram has it set up is whatever you post only goes to the first 10%. And based on its performance in that first 10 minutes, hence people going live in the, for the first 10 minutes, they then push it to another 10% of your following. So basically based on your its performance, whether it's comments, likes, whatever, it gets pushed further and further through a bigger percentage of your following. So that's definitely... A major hack that I learned just a couple months ago. Yep. About. Can y'all explain to me why they would do that? Like, what's the logic behind that? It makes you have to pay for that exactly. reach. Because huh? if I can reach my thirty thousand followers by myself, what I don't need as Instagram as much you to need get to spend that money reach. On it. Yeah, I don't need to spend money on it. But if I need to, if I can only reach three thousand of my thirty thousand, I need to get to the other twenty-seven thousand. So what? What do you? What do you mean pay? What? What does that mean? They have in They have ads. Yeah. So you pay, You can pay. You can pay you can for promote your post. a post. Yeah, promote a post. Yeah. You can pay for your post to get more visibility. Remember, you're talking to a non Instagram. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I looked at your Instagram last you know time. It was like saying? January something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but this this is solid, right? Like this, our audience needs to hear this. I mean, I I do think we have a more experienced audience than usual, but they still need to hear. Uh, you know, you guys are pros at what you do. You two especially, 
And so just this basic, these basic concepts are really, really important. I mean, I'm blown away, like thinking about how to use live with the post right. in 2019. Like that seems fresh to me. Right. Definitely. And uh, like another thing. So if you're looking to, if you have an interest, uh, so you know, that have you ever seen the guy on Worldstar who does uh, like the violin and like twerking girls? Yes. He, uh, so he actually said, which I, which I completely agree with, but it might not be everyone's like go to. Basically, take something that you're good at and put it with something that does not make sense. Yes. It'll get people talking. He's good at violining. Twerking is not a part of violining. <laughs> Remember, like, I sent you his page yeah, the yeah. other day. Yes. And it's just like, it gets people talking. Definitely. Like, Supreme Patty, look at him. He's killing the game. Yeah. Absolutely killing it. Everything he does just doesn't make sense. Yes. Like squirting lemons in your eyes? Like what, who's going to do that? What is that? Yeah, but definitely it's, it's like even with the Takashi thing, it's once you do get the visibility, it's about delivering something that's going to keep them looking. Yeah. Because a bunch of people are paying for this type of service or whatever, but it's not working for everyone because not everyone has a product or a brand that's going to stick. Or a mindset. Or even. a mindset is going to stick. Yeah, but if you can get that visibility and then you also have a product, a brand or whatever that's sticky and you're doing, you're creative about the way you're going about getting that out, whether it's funny stuff like what he's talking about, but just jar, you know, just jarring images like Takashi has rainbow colored hair. Yeah. And, you know, it has rainbow colored teeth. And it's such a jarring image at that level of visibility. People are going to keep looking. And that's what people are learning is how to manipulate not just the platform, but to manipulate the user's experience, like the viewer's experience to get the content, to, side, the of content side of it to get them to stay. How, how do you get started? If, if you're sitting here, you're listening, you're like, man, I'm, I'm feeling this, but man, I have a long way to go. Like, how, how do you get started in this game intelligently right now? Post often, post good content. Don't, don't do quantity. Don't do quantity. And like, like, there's a lot of people doing quantity, but those people who are doing quantity are allowed to do quantity because they're at the top. Exactly. Like, like Snoop Dogg, for instance. Exactly. If you follow Snoop Dogg, his Instagram is lit and it's not even, a lot of the posts don't even have it's him memes. in it. It's just memes. It's just, but you can't do that with a thousand followers because no one will, like, you'll lose followers. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, another thing is just, like, DMs, again, it's just powerful. Like, you can DM a lot of people and say one person responds out of a hundred, that one person could be a life changer for you. That 100%. one person can put you Des on. So describe when you say DM someone, just just explain a little bit more about what that means. Offer value. So what would you say, for like, instance? Just, if, I, I just want, I course. understand what you mean, no, but I course. just want to make sure they're, they're clear. So like, if you're a videographer, DM a hundred people or a hundred companies offering videography or photography to those people and go to the, if you want to be an influencer, DM a hundred people who are looking for people. A lot of a lot of people who vlog don't want to hold the camera and vlog. They want to have someone hold it and follow them around. No one wants to pay for that shit. Mm -hmm. Content creators don't pay, don't cut the checks. Mm -hmm. So basically, offer that shit for free. Definitely. Go out and grind, bro. Like it's just like really go out there and DM these people and just say, hey, I'm willing to do this for free. Here's my work. My work is. Hyper shit. Russ said, I went to the Russ concert on Friday. Mm -hmm. He said he's been believing. He said, no one in this room knows me. No one in this room owes me anything. I've just been working my ass off and thinking mm -hmm. I'm the greatest since I was two. Yep. And it's true. You just have to, you have to fucking, confidence is key. Talk yourself up. Even if, if, if you're in the mindset, don't fake it. Never fake it. 
But if you're in the mindset where like you're learn you can learn anything, if you're a videographer, tell them you can do it. And then once and they once they book the you, yeah. start learning that. Mm -hmm. And then you just have to go above and beyond everyone else because too many people will be like, oh, I don't know how to do that right now. They're not willing to go and learn and put in those hours, like put in 10 hours to learn something just to be able to shoot this video. Mm -hmm. Also, I think with, uh, which also leads to the chance bending thing, but like before, like I've been in a situation when I was trying to play college basketball, I didn't have any offers out of high school. So I had to go to prep school, but I would literally cold call. I had to cold call every coach, assistant coach of the D1 schools I wanted to go to. And I would send, call them and send them messages, leave messages and, you know, highlights and all that type of stuff. Eventually it got to UCF. But my point is that in today's day and age with Instagram, there's no such thing as a cold call. Yes, you may not know someone and you can DM them or whatever. But the fact that they can go to your Instagram and sort of get a feel of who you are and what you do is not necessarily that cold. Like people like Shane, even though he didn't DM me directly, but people like him have DM'd me just offering services off the off the rip for cheap or for free or whatever. And because I can vet it relatively quickly by just going to the Instagram and seeing, it's at, you actually have a good shot at getting so someone's cool, attention, man. which so is cool. before you had no shot. Yeah, you're like you're, you're going off words, exactly. But now you're going off a portfolio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can I can see it. And does actually do you know a kid named Harry Rez? Harry Rez. Yeah. He's at the plug on Instagram. Yeah, I know him. Okay, but anyways, they have this thing called New Wave Media or whatever, and I looked. He's like he DM'd me, talking once again, offering his services to me, and then I go to his website, and his pitch deck is on his website. So it's like this is ideal for me because I don't have to say, hey, email me your pitch, da da da. But it's just yeah. in today's day and age now, if you want to be like, if you're hustling from scratch, you can sort of present yourself in a way where. Is, I'm not, I don't have to take you for face value or word value. I can sort of look into your portfolio and have a much yeah. more... But, but what you said to me that really sticks with me is like, man, I'm sort of blown away by what you did to get to UCF. Oh, yeah. Right, which was like, you had a battery. and But we talk a lot about this, Jordan and I. Like, you have a system and it's methodical and you did it over and over and over and over oh, yeah. again. And that's, what, and that's what Shane's describing too, right? And having that ability, that discipline... That, like that sounds so I think it's a difference maker so for sure. And for me, funny story is so I went to IMG Academy, uh, the prep of year, course. and I had so, like, it was we had to, they made us do it as far as like, if you want to get a scholarship, you're gonna have to sort of earn it or whatever. So I was calling these schools, and UCF was actually the second school I called, but I ended up calling like all 300 or whatever D1 schools, and I didn't hear back from UCF until the very end of the season, but it was just funny that. The second school I called, even though I went on to call a couple hundred more, was the one I eventually went to. But just to speak to the fact that it, you just have to keep digging and prodding and prodding. And, and, and coincidentally, prodding and prodding. the Jordans were part of your team. Yes. You, you made all of these incredible connections. But yes. all of that is just really coming from the hard work of like 100%. actually contacting people. 100%. Yeah. And getting 99.9% of the time, no response whatsoever. Yep. Thinking that you, most people will be like, Oh, I wasted my time. Yeah. No, you realistically you spent your time in a good place. Hundred percent. Put that energy into the world. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's better than not doing. It's better than inactivity. You know what I'm saying? It's better than not doing anything. And and when you feel like you're doing something, you can think about Shane, who says he has what, 250 million followers on various pages. Like worth of pages in my network. So I don't own a single one. Just like, just like. Uh, like Facebook doesn't own any of their of course. pages. Mm -hmm. It's like that. But just imagine how much work 
went into to stuff like that. Exactly. Right? And, yeah. and another thing uh, for Instagram is just like talk to everyone. I want, I want people to walk down the street, go up to people and say, hi, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. If you see someone in a nice car, don't just be like, oh, wow, that's a nice car. I would love to be able to afford that one day. Go up to that car, knock on the window, ask them for a ride, go into it, like whatever you have to do. I'm not saying get arrested, obviously, but like, I, like there's been times where my roommate even walked up to this guy in a uh, drop down or drop top Rolls Royce, asked him to hop in. Guy's just like, sure, where do you want to go? And Once it's just again, like the, third the door. Third door, putting yourself in a lot. He could have got shut down. He exactly. Spit at whatever. He could have got shot. And that person put you open yourself to the opportunities and you never know what's behind that door. Exactly. And like mm-hmm. you never know who knows what and what everyone does, where everyone knows someone. Everyone knows someone. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, whether they know it or not, they know someone. Mm-hmm. Six degrees of separation, yeah. Oh yeah. And it, it, oh, it's yeah. just like Talk to everyone because eventually you'll find that one person that's going to change your life. Find a mentor. Find someone who can help point you in the right direction. And no matter where you are, you're always going to want a mentor. I think the theme of the conversation right now, I think you said it, put yourself out. Most definitely. Yep. So Shane, uh, tell people where to where to find you, how, how they can look you up, because I know people are going to want to do some business with you. Uh, uh, give the people what they want. So you can find me on Instagram, and it's just show off. S H O W O F F. Easy as can be. And yeah, I mean, just DM me. I answer every DM because it's just like, again, I like to keep my fan base good. And I also, you never know what someone is DMing you about. Mm-hmm. If it's just a high, that high can turn into a million dollar brand deal later yeah. on. You never know. No, once again, Elliot, for instance, someone who DM'd me randomly, and I had no idea who he was, yep. but you ended up being super valuable to you know stuff we've done. Yeah, so, I've, I've had multiple clients this year from from Instagram, and Instagram's not even a huge part of what I've been really doing this year. And so. it just shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did we miss? Did we miss anything? Uh, not for me. Oh man, yeah. this was so good. I feel like I learned a lot today, man. I gotta, I gotta be honest. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for having me too. Oh, of course, of course. Thanks for having me as well. You gotta, you gotta talk about what you started though. Your, Which, your podcast. What's oh, it of course. Oh, yeah. So, tell us. Tell so us. me and my roommate have a brand called Nineteen Year Olds, and it's basically it's it's at nineteen one nine year olds uh, on Instagram, and basically we have a podcast as well, and it's just basically about being young, being stupid, having a boss mindset where it's just like get shit done. So it's not being lazy. It's not just going into debt on college. Not any of this. It's it's completely different. And so it's boss mindset, being young, living in LA, just like growing up as a kid, everything, mm-hmm. everything that like people can relate to basically for the most part, whether it's, whether you can't relate to the business side of thing, you can relate to the growing up side of thing. Definitely. And like, it, it's definitely interesting. You, we, we have an apartment tour coming. It's just, we got, we just got Galaga. We got asteroids, like the actual Get games, like the actual games. We got cornhole. We turfed our deck. We got everything. Yeah, I'm so, coming on 19. Year of old course, ASAP. you come over tonight. I really do because I really want to also talk about what I was doing at 19, yeah. so you can see how far ahead you are of the yeah. game, bro. It's Absolutely. important because I talk to a lot of kids like you, like Alan and all these other kids. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes you guys don't realize how far ahead of your peers you are. 100%. You're light years ahead of them, and 
knowing that and understanding that will help you moving forward. I appreciate it. Because a, a lot of people your age are still just living. Life is just happening to them, yeah. and you guys are making life happen. It's yeah. two different things. So most, it's super important that you're aware of it. Most kids my age are going to parties every yeah. single night exactly. looking for a reason to get effed up. Bro, we'll talk later. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is chance betting. I mean, this is what it is. So, uh, I, I, thank, got, thank I you. got one um, closing question. I've Ooh. been thinking about it. And, and your expert opinion of the Instagram game, give me your top three Instagrams right now that you like. All right, they know what they're doing. They're like, I like people yeah. or, or? People, businesses, just like, what? which ones are like? You have respect. Yeah, like, so if, I if got, you're asking me a basketball guy, LeBron, KD. Okay. That's so that doing it. I got respect for Danny Duncan. I don't know if any of you guys know who he is. Mm-hmm. So he actually does amazing content, 900K. But yeah, his engagement is 132k. Yeah. So he has legit engagement, <coughs> very good. And what's his fu- content about? Uh, it's comedic. Oh. Okay. He does vlogs, everything. He actually lives like three buildings down from me, so it's actually so I'm actually very friendly. Or I'm friendly with him. Are you part of the Vine crowd? Like you Hollywood, not that no. whole thing. No. No. All right, good. No, I don't like that. All right. That's all. That's all stupid content. All right, good. And I, I'll say that confidently. I appreciate <laughs> um, that. I respect Cole, my partner. Because he puts out only the best shoe art, which... I fuck with Cole as well. Super smart. Super that's his content. He basically oh. takes, like, say it's a pair of Jordans that just comes out. He'll take those Jordans and he'll morph it into Dory. He'll morph it mm-hmm. into... He just did one for Stan Lee because he, he just, just passed, passed away. away yeah. He did uh, all of the... Uh, How do you spell that for, the, for people? Uh, C-O-L-E. Beautiful. Simple. We like to keep it simple out here. <laughs> and, of course, no other than... I got, I mean... Confidence is everything, so I'm gonna go with myself. My guy, yeah. So, so my it's just up. like I put I put time and I put money into all my content, and I got no money out of it. I've gotten brand deals offered, but I turned them all down because it's just like I want my fan base to be set first. Boy knows what he's doing. So Man, yeah, to be 19. Shout right. out all those people. All right, guys. Uh, till then, man. Thank you all. Thank you for having me. All right, bye. Peace. Peace.